Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's May 11th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, House Republicans are making moves on their agenda. Number two, the latest on debt limit negotiations. And number three, Senate Republicans divided over former President Donald Trump. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We have a very interesting top this morning uh, by Brez and Mika focused on how uh, as much as it took them a bit to get started, House Republicans are slowly uh, making some moves when it comes to enacting their agenda on the House side. Yeah, listen, it took all day yesterday, but Republicans were able to clear the um, the rule for their immigration bill. Uh, this is a bill, remember, that is going nowhere. Uh, Republicans have had to spend a lot of political capital on legislation that's going absolutely nowhere. Um, now, if they didn't spend that political capital, we'd say that they couldn't get it done. So uh, I understand why they did it. But um, this is on top of a, uh, a bunch of other um, uh, items that the uh, House Republican majority has been able to pass. Um, they passed the Lower Cost and Energy Act, Lower Energy Costs Act. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, in March, the Debt Limit Bill, which was the Limit Save Grow Act, um, which was two weeks ago. They have they've had a bunch of CRA initiatives, Congressional Review Act. They um, did a uh, they got something into law. They the, the changes to the D.C. Criminal Code, which they um, that was a, their initiative. They got that done. The Judiciary Committee is working on a policing package as well as a bill to overhaul federal regulatory policy. Uh, Jim Jordan and James Comer are sending out subpoenas like they they're handed them out like they're candy. Um, and uh, that is what their agenda is. I mean, this is not the Democratic majority of, of last Congress and an all Democratic Washington. This is a Republican majority and this is what their agenda is. But listen, they are they are making moves to the extent that they can and, and sending things to the Senate, although Interestingly enough, they haven't sent some things to the Senate because when they pass things with revenue, they don't want the Senate to have revenue bills because they don't want them to be able to send it back to the House. So that is where we are with the House Republican majority, Anna. Yeah, just a really interesting look, though. I mean, I think as, as much as people were in the beginning, I think very skeptical how weak uh, the speaker was given the 15 rounds it took for him to finally secure that position. Uh, and some of the false starts in the early days of trying to get some of their packages uh, across the finish line, and certainly the the need to still, with such a, a slim majority, five seats, tweak bills at the last minute to get them, uh, you know, to to be palatable to enough of the conference. Um, it does show, and I think it's important. It shows that you know they have their he's giving his members something to run on, um, you know, and this agenda that they're kind of slowly making their way through. Of course, in a divided Washington, isn't going to become law, but it really is the kind of framework for if you do have a Senate Republican uh, majority after the next election, or you do have a president that is Republican, these these are the kind of building blocks that will be about, you know, what the legislation they try to actually enact will look like. I would say one other thing. Um, they're, they're giving some people some stuff to run on. They're also giving Democrats some 
useful targets against some of the uh, more uh, moderate and vulnerable Republicans who are being asked to vote, and we've written about this time and time again, for policies that are broadly, not all of them, but broadly unpopular. And that's something that that the leadership understands and has to keep in mind, because this is not, you know, these these this legislation is not always, you know, no election turns on one bill for the most part. But some of these bills are just broadly unpopular, and they understand that. All right, let's go to the number two story of the morning. Of course, debt limit. Uh, what is happening after a contentious meeting by the big four leaders? Uh, the staff uh, negotiations have picked up with negotiators for the big four and the White House meeting for more than two hours on Wednesday. They will meet again today as the White House and Congress try to find a way forward on a debt limit agreement. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, this is what you would expect to happen, right? It, to, as they try to find a way forward on a deal. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, I talked to a bunch of people who were in the meeting yesterday who said that um, they actually made some progress. They went through and House Republicans justified a, a, the cuts that they want. They figured out what could be on the table what what might not be on the table, but this is a um, we are early. I mean, in the process here. I mean, this is like the first step. Although I, I was talking to some people yesterday, this is not. If they did this right, this would not be a tough deal to put together. But they're just the timing is just so tight right now. And um, but listen, they're making they are. Um, they're talking, Anna, and that's a good thing. Um, I don't want to overstate it, but they are talking. There were no blow-ups in this meeting. Um, they went through the House Republican bill. They talked about what cuts might be palatable, what might not be palatable. They didn't talk about processes and how to get it over the finish line. But anyway, that is where that's where they are. All right, something we are watching extremely closely. Uh, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Interesting development on uh, the Senate side, kind of particularly in the shadow of Trump's, uh, of the former president, Donald Trump's CNN, uh, you know, conversation yesterday of just how bitterly divided senators are in the Republican Party over whether or not they should support Trump in 2024. More senators than we've ever seen coming forward you know, amid Trump's legal drama and other things saying, you know, he just can't win. Yeah, uh, this is not, you know, I, I, I was thinking about this. Is How new is this in the sense that were people saying this in 2020? I don't remember exactly. I think some were, but I think it's much more loud now that people like John Cornyn from uh, Deep Red, Texas or Red, Texas, I guess it's not Deep Red anymore, but it's it's pretty damn red, uh, saying that he just can't win. Uh, Todd Young saying that his his success at the ballot box is um, spotty at best. Um, this is relatively new in the sense that Republicans are willing to speak out against him. Um, I don't know if that means anything. I'm not sure a lot of voters listen to their elected officials as to who they should vote for for president of the United States. But people aren't really afraid of Trump anymore. Anna, and that's probably a good way to think about it. Um, 
They're happy to talk out against him. They're happy to say he can't win, that we should look for another candidate, we meaning Republicans and elected Republicans. So I think I thought that was pretty interesting. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think I think it's notable, certainly. To your point, there has certainly been a chorus of, of, of some Republicans, but I, I think it goes back to their frustration uh, that they really blame Trump for why they do not have the majority right now in the Senate. Uh, you know, and I think that, the, yes, I don't think everyday voters are, are looking to you know, maybe they're senators, but I do think that donors are. And I think yeah, that's probably right. That 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 is, uh, you know, when you look at just some of these these big time donors, uh, you know, I think that is where where there could be some impact. And if nothing else, I mean, the, the problem for all of these senators, if not Trump, then who? Uh, you know, they're not saying or latching on to any one other candidate to try to give them momentum. And that that is, I think, the bigger question for Republicans. Right. Um, it's one thing to say you don't think he's electable. It's another thing to, you know, start to really see some momentum for a possible other Republican candidate in the GOP primary. I think that's a good point. Yep. All right, with that, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, tell your friends, share it on social media. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. If you want to go deeper on all these things and more, please sign up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.